Hello and welcome to Secondhand Obsessions. A podcast where each episode one of us brings a topic that they have been obsessing over. And we see if we can make the other hosts obsess over it too. I'm Julia Dangerous Baby Fisher. I'm Genevieve Damn Jagger. I'm Ryan, can't think of a nickname at the moment. Please call again later, Morgan. Beep. <laughs> Thanks for the beep. Um, yeah, hello. Hello, hello. how are back. you doing? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing real damn good. I, I hope, hope you've just fallen down a pothole. Oh. I don't hope that. I hope you just yeah. walk past the flower and it's not like spring, even though it's not spring. Summer where we are. What what season is it where you are? Tell us. Tell us in the comments. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Down in the doobly doo. Yeah. Welcome you... to two thousand and ten <laughs> YouTube. If you want to communicate with us, uh, we are on Twitter at t h o two h o pod. That's the number two h o p o d. And you can message us, or you can send us a cute gif, or you can send us oddly ominous, threatening tweets yeah, from accounts with no profile pictures and make us kind of scared yeah, for please. our lives. Please. You can even send us little letters with newspaper cuttings. I like those. In or ransom notes. I would love a good ransom note. Yes, if you kidnap Ryan, please send us a ransom note. You know who's ransom? Scooby Doo. He's what? Ransom. <laughs> oh, he's handsome. He is handsome. He is handsome. Um, in case you've never uh, listened to the podcast before, which was one episode, um, <laughs> then the premise of it is that one of us, as we said in the intro, brings a subject that we have been obsessing over, and we inform the other two about what what is interesting about it to them and we share some facts and it's all fun and games yeah it's just it's uninterrupted obsession time and in case you have heard the podcast before it's like the first episode but we're doing it again not the same subject we're actually going to talk about a different thing this week than we did last week yeah so so just in case you're like "Ah, i know what's going on here (laughs) you don't it could be a complete surprise although you probably will have read the episode title, yeah. so you know what you we're know, about to talk about. Although we don't! Yeah. But they don't Me and Julia know. don't, because yeah. this week it's Jen's week! It's Jen week! Jen week! Yeah, Geek. which means it's my time to talk about things that I don't usually get to insert into conversation and talk about for an hour. Because we, we shut her down. Yes. We Tell say, her, none, of, none of this! You be quiet, no, but you women. They don't Stop do it like that! Stop talking about the history of crochet! <laughs> <laughs> No, because Julia... Jen sweating Julia, because her subject is the history of crochet today. Julia, you be so sneaky with those conversational segues. Yeah. I'll be like, off on it, ready to deep dive into to hamster care. Do you like Pokemon, and you'll just, Julia? <laughs> she'll just segue. She'll just lead me away. And I'll be like, in a whole new conversation, not even realising that I've been bam-dam-boozled. Yeah. I mean, bam, did, did is, a, is a hamster Pokemon, so you could... Yeah, could go that way. This is kind of twenty percent a Pokemon podcast, purely because Julia Fisher is. Yeah, a any host. part of anything that I'm involved in is minimum twenty percent Pokemon. Yeah, truly. It's another twenty percent um, door handle content because yeah. I'm here. Yeah, that doesn't leave a lot. Yeah. And the other, I mean, there's so much John Denver as well. Sixty <laughs> more percent for you. Oh, okay. Well, I could fill sixty damn percent. Well, why don't you tell us yeah. some of that now? now. That I got a large yeah. ego, Look at a large that as a personality. Episode 2. Did you just segue me? I'm a newscaster. I'm a motherfucking newscaster. I'm a newscaster now. As opposed to one of those granulated casters. As is podcast tradition (laughs) on our second ever podcast (laughs) of secondhand sessions, um, we like to lead with a little bit of bait, a baiting question. Oh, that's... I love to bait. Yeah, so we can all kind of... We like to arrive slowly, maybe do a breathing exercise. Mm -hmm. Just take a breath. (laughs) <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna shoot. Oh, oh, right now. Yeah, I just wipe the table. Okay, so the first question I'm gonna give you about today's topic, mm-hmm. I want you to like hold your answer because I feel like you know me. I think you're gonna arrive pretty quickly. I'm good at making people arrive quickly, um, and then I'm gonna give you some some clues. She so is good at can... making people arrive quickly. You didn't need to, yeah. but you did. And that's okay. Everything's okay here. We're all friends here. There are no laws on secondhand obsessions. We, yeah. The only law is to have fun. <laughs> we are recording. Are you having fun? <laughs> <laughs> we are recording this podcast in open waters, so we are in no jurisdiction of any nation. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> if you're a cop, which you shouldn't be, because in the yeah, last we, episode we said no cops. Yeah. So, But if you're a cop, ain't shit you can do yeah. about it. In fact, actually, if you're a cop listening to this, we've just made it a crime for you to listen. So <laughs> watch out, pigs. Are you ready? So you know I'm going to ask the question. In April 2003, <laughs> the BBC's Big Read conducted a poll to create a list of the UK's favourite books. What book was nominated number 127 <laughs> on that list, just above... 
Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's The Hound of the Baskervilles, and just below, Terry Pratchett's The Reaper Man. So it's a, it's a pretty tasty literary sandwich. That's where we're going today. Number we, one to seven. Today, it depends on what's in the middle of the sandwich. Today, Famously, the bread is not the best part of the sandwich. <laughs> is is the, it number one to seven on the last? Yeah, today is okay. the filling of that sandwich. Oh, we about to get to, filled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I only know up to 124. Do you have any ideas? I, 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 I think I know. Okay. <laughs> Unless yeah. you've been very unsubtle. Yeah. <laughs> so, some clues. For, for our listeners at home, because you know, you might know, but they might not damn know. No. And sometimes it's a little bit of help, and that's okay. So this book later became the first Nickelodeon film to be rated oh. PG-13. And that film, get ready for this because you're going to cream. That film stars Julia's dad as the role Bob Nicholson, who is our protagonist's loving but uncool father. So you should know about your father's I acting career. Yeah, I didn't want to admit this, but I do have a famous dad. And okay. Yeah, you guys are probably all here because my dad is so famous. Is that Alan Rickman? People are Alan always- Alan Rickman is my dad. <laughs> no, no, wrong Alan. I mean, people are always going to undercut our podcast because yeah. they're never going to know, did we achieve global success yeah. in all continents? Or was it all just of... that, that sweet, sweet QI money? <laughs> yeah. Julia's dad is Alan Davies. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Did you not know this, right? <laughs> okay, I mean, I Julia's think... dad is either Alan Davies or someone who looks a horrible amount like Alan Davies. Dis- <laughs> disgusting. Like, as soon as you see my father, you're like, that is Alan Davies and I'm going to puke. <laughs> 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 Julia is a QI's love child. Yeah. Okay. It was Stephen Fry and Alan Davies are my parents. Okay, the topic is 127 on the BBC Big Reads list, okay. out of 2003. It became the first Nickelodeon film to be rated PG-13, so we get fucking edgy. And it stars Julia's dad as in the role of Bob Nicholson. I think we should maybe have a pause, because me and Ryan definitely know what this is. Anyone at home, if you're not at home, don't answer. But if you are in your own home, do you know the answer? Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Say it into your mirror. Say it into the mirror. Yeah. Find the Say it three times and it'll appear behind you. Yeah. Alan oh, Davis fine. will be there. <laughs> you know what? He'll probably be quite kind to you. <laughs> here's the thing. He'll say, I'm so sorry, I don't know how Julia I write it. Julia has met Alan Davis. I have. Alan Davis is here. Really <laughs> I have met my dad. Um, and he is a nice man, I can confirm. He remembered your name. Yeah, he remembered my own father, remembered my name. So I can confirm my dad is a cool guy. <laughs> my sweet children, I'm going to say it on one, two, three. What you We're going to say it. Yeah, what well, oh, yes. the this is a hard is... title to, 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 to you can say all at once. <laughs> okay. Ready? One, two, three. Angus, Angus Thongs and Perfect Snoggin. Yes. A lot of syllables to get <laughs> the same thing there. Welcome to Angus Thongs and Perfect Snoggin Week. This podcast will last for an entire week. <laughs> you better be strapped in. Yes. Strapped I in. am talking about... If you're in about... a car, you better be strapped in. Yes. If you're in your home, that's an option. If you're on a roller coaster, definitely. Yeah. This is, I think this would make good roller coaster content. Yeah, you gotta hold on. To the, you need to make sure that your headphones are very firmly attached because you don't want to lose us halfway through. So and maybe you could get like a little headphone chin yeah. strap. Yeah. Like old ladies who wear their glasses with little straps. Yeah. Or some real good earbuds. Maybe that would be a lifestyle choice and a dedication to this podcast yeah. that we don't expect but we do yeah. desire. Yeah. I mean, we we have got our own branded earbuds that yeah. will only work. With our podcast. Yeah. First person to get a secondhand obsessions tattoo can have a pound. Yeah. Person to get <laughs> the person to get um, headphones glued into their ears for secondhand obsessions, you get ten pounds. Yeah. That's like what is that? A ten percent increase? No. 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 A hundred percent? No. No, that would be two pounds. Ten times. It's ten times as much. I don't know. I've not done maths for nearly a decade. Maths who? <laughs> maths who? This is not a maths podcast. Maths is not Julie Fisher's dad. No. As we've established, it's Alan Davies, yes. who was in the popular film Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Are you on a yes. segue? <laughs> we're not going to talk about the film first. First oh. of all, we're talking about that book. That book. 127th on that list. Mm-hmm. Better than The Hound of the Baskervilles, says mm-hmm. the UK. But was it worse than any other Sherlock Holmes book? I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't go through that oh, list. What was number one on the list? Harry Potter, surely. You know, in I, thought, I sh- could have checked, but I didn't. The Bible. Mm. Commies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am talking about Angus Thongs, perfect snogging. Uh, actually, I'm talking about Angus Thongs and full frontal snogging <gasps> as the first book in the popular book series. Series. 
Yeah. So Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging oh. is a 1999 YA novel released by yeah. English author Louise mm. Renaissance. Um, the book is an epistolary novel. Oh. What does that mean? Just smart words in Greek. Who pissed? Epist. Epist. Oh no. did. Uh, no, epi- epistolary <laughs> novel means that the novel is made up of documents, but in this case, it is the diary of George oh, Nicholson. Right. I thought you meant just <laughs> any document of any kind. <laughs> this book is made up of pages. <laughs> no. um, so I'm going to give you uh, and our listeners at home, or in the park, or on a roller coaster, the plot summary of oh. Angus Long's and Full Frontal Snogging, just so we know where we're at right now, oh what God, kind of it. context we're in. Full um, Frontal Snogging sounds sounds like the name of not a PG-13 movie. No, that's a why dirty, they changed it. A dirty movie. That's why they changed no. it, it's fo- perfect. But like, making a YA book, who sits down and is like, hmm, Angus Long's and Full Frontal Snogging? Because we were going, that book is so much about snogging. It's not like a little bit snogging, or no, but Angus Long's and kind of snogging. Full Frontal doesn't sound like just snogging. Full yeah. Frontal sounds like... That's how far we're going to go tonight, Ryan. And just for our, <laughs> our American <laughs> listeners, of whom I'm sure we have many, yeah. snogging means kissing. And or necking. Or tonguing. And yeah. Angus is or a type licking. of beef burger. And for any no. of our French listeners that only know one word as basic, but not the fucking kind, just the kissing kind. That is for our French listeners only. So if, you yes. need... if you're not French, don't listen to that last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Unlisten to it. Um, People everywhere. <laughs> I'm not French, so I didn't hear it. Did you speak? What did you say there? If you are not French, not for your ears. The plot summary of the 1999 novel Angus Longs and Full Frontal Snoggy. So Georgia, a teenager, lives with her mother, father, and three-year-old sister, Libby, and her wild cat, whose name is Angus. The family found the cat on she a kissed, holiday to she, Scotland. She been kissing a cat? No. Oh. Well, we'll get there. Full oh no. <laughs> so Georgia, uh-huh. in the novel, bumps into the popular and attractive Robbie, who she begins to refer to as the sex god, while she's helping her best friend Jazz subtly stalk Robbie's brother <gasps> at the grocery store where he, they both work. <gasps> so so Jazz, Jazz fancies I think Robbie's I need a, brother. I need a graph here. Yeah. <laughs> whose name is Tom. Jazz fancies Tom. They're gonna go, like, help Jazz stalk Tom. Okay. Who and are Georgia cites... Georgia and Jazz. Georgia and Jazz Georgia and Jazz, best friends. Best friends. Okay. friends. And Jazz fancies someone at the grocery store. Yeah, so they go, and then Tom's brother is there. Mm-hmm. And Georgia likes him. Yeah. Oh, the, the sex god, right? Well, I mean, that is... Two, two girls, two, two brothers. Two love parallels. Yes. You know, we're not in a triangle, so but we're th- sick. But some conflict. <gasps> the problem is that Robbie is older <gasps> and has a girlfriend. Oh, that's a big problem. Slaggy Lindsay. Oh, no, not oh, Lindsay. Don't call her Slaggy Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> she, as Wikipedia describes, is an older girl who wears a thong and bra padding and secretly oh. claims to be engaged to Robbie. How do you secretly claim that? So wait, Robbie eventually dumps Lindsay but tells Georgia that Robbie can't date Georgia because Georgia is too young. What's the age di- difference between them? Uh, so I actually have reread this book for the sake of this podcast okay. in the last like couple of days. Yeah. Uh, I believe that he's like so she's fourteen. Mm-hmm. I think he's like seventeen or eighteen. Okay. Okay. So we're dealing with forty three. It's like it's like nineteen ninety nine appropriate. Yeah. Maybe bad not. Maybe not twenty twenty. Boy. Robbie dumps Lindsay. Tells Georgia that she's too damn young. Too damn young. Georgia, in an effort to appear more mature, tries to bleach a strip of her hair blonde. Oh god. But it comes off in her hand. Oh no. Fortunately for her, Robbie is attracted to her and finds her eccentricity? Eccentricity. Eccentricity, amusing and endearing. He's just really and suggests taking it slow. So they get together in the end. But Georgia's mum comes in at the very end and announces that they have tickets to go to New Zealand for the summer to visit her dad, Alan Davies, who has gone there for work. Fuck. So how is Georgia going to manage this new summer romance? We'll find out in the next book. Is that a full book they made that out of? That was the plot summary for the first book. Right, hold on. To me, that's a chapter. They go to the grocery store, they don't like each other, her hair comes off and she goes to see her dad. That's a book. That was a book. It was all about getting Robbie. But it's it's like, it's kind of told casually through diary entries, so you get a lot of her just like musings. I see. You know? Recently, when we were talking about making this podcast... Behind the scenes, BTS, guys. This is is not a BTS (laughs) podcast. But if BTS stands, what a Twitter spell must. 
Yeah. If, BTS, if, if you're listening. If you're listening, I'm sure you are. If you get get us a, a million followers, we will make an episode just just about you. Yeah. Um. Recently, when we talk about ideas for this podcast, I mentioned that this was a topic that I would be pretty jazzed about. Um. And when we were talking about it, I told you guys that there were seven books in the Angus Longs and Full Frontal Snogging series. That was what I believed. I was wrong. Huh? There are actually ten. <gasps> and their titles. Oh my god! Please. Are wild. So. Are honestly. Buckwild. This series has outstripped all of Harry Potter. Yeah. All of Lord of the Rings. All of Lord of the Rings. All of Twilight. But not all of Game of Thrones. Not a series of unfortunate events. Not which a had, I think, twelve. Thir- I think it was thirteen because it wasn't unlucky thirteen. Oh my god, Lemony Snicket. Lemony Snicket. Oh! Frank and Demo. I think there was only like three of those. I, I only read three of those. I think I read three. Okay, so book number one, yes. Angus Longs and Full Frontal Snogging. Yes. We know that. Yes. Number two, mm-hmm. It's Okay, I'm Wearing Really Big Knickers. That's the full title. Of book two. It's not Angus Thongs and It's Okay. No, no, no. 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 Oh. It's called It's Okay, I'm Wearing Really Big Knickers. Oh, I thought they were going to go for a, a, a theme with yeah. the names. No, no, no. Number three, Knocked Out by Manunga Nungas. Oh. What? Oh wow! Is this real? Yeah, book three is called "Knocked Out by My Nunga Nungas." My Nunga Nungas. Yes, and Nunga Nungas I remember because I actually have read all ten books <laughs> <laughs> in my life. In the last three days. Um, Nunga Nungas are like a, a woman's breasts because, and this is a quote from Dave the Laugh, who is a character in the book. Classic. He Dave. says that if you pull a breast and let it go, it goes Nunga Nunga Nunga. Is that true? Not- Who's knocked out by these though? So she's talking. I think in the book she's referring to have, having large nungas. And people are so blown away she's that they're knocked, knocked out by her nungas. They go flying all over the that's place. That's just dangerous. It's like when I walk into the room, everyone's knocked out by my nungas. Yeah, I mean, if you, they're so they're gen- shocked for you. <laughs> I am generally in favor of people doing whatever their bodies need. If that's Not- the situation with your nungas, <laughs> please do wear a bra. <laughs> For um, everyone's safety. Are you ready for book four? <laughs> Dancing in my nutty pants. Oh. Nutty pants! Oh no. Dancing in my nutty pants. Okay. It's so English. Number five. And that's when it fell off in my hand. Oh. Took a dark turn. These are some really interesting structured names. Part of sex. How I had the body. <laughs> so five was, and that's when it fell off in my hand. Yeah. Six. Possibly my favourite. <laughs> then he ate my boy in trancers. Oh. <laughs> So much. Every single one of these is like you need a new dictionary just to interpret the title yeah. of the book. All of the books actually had glossaries at the end because oh she uses goodness. so many damn colloquialisms. That's that, wait, my... do they actually have glossaries? Yeah. That's so hard. that when she says things like Manunga Nungas, it's like so probably. this is so this is equivalent to Lord yeah. of the Rings having a yeah. map in the um, front. <laughs> I was looking on the Wikipedia page at the glossary, and the first one yeah. at. at Letter A yeah. was Agadu. <laughs> Agadu? <laughs> like the swan. Yeah. Oh my god. This is, yeah, this Who is, wrote this, sorry? Push pineapple, shake the tree. Yeah. Uh, Louise Ronson wrote yeah. this. This is effectively a fantasy novel at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. We got some world building. <laughs> okay, you ready it? for number seven? Seven noon. Startled by his furry shorts. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> number eight is Lerv. That's with two, three U's. Oh. Lerv is a many trousered thing. What? Is that a <laughs> separate. <laughs> That's on the title of the book. Lerv is a mini trouser. I am Lerv. Oh my god. Ruler of the planet. Ruler of the planet short shorts. I have many trousers. <laughs> Nine. Stop! In the name of pants. Oh my goodness. It's got an exclamation mark. I mean, there's a, there's a clear theme going on here. Well, tell me what that theme is. <laughs> like... A, a sentence completely taken out of context, Someone, usually talking about underwear. Someone yeah. going off the rails. Yes. <laughs> and number 10, we can tell Georgia has matured because this title is quite contemplative, I would say. Are these my bazoomas I see before? <laughs> <laughs> can we have them in quick succession? But soft. <laughs> Angus Long's in full frontal snogging. It's okay, I'm wearing really big knickers. Knocked out by my nunga nungas. Dancing in my nutty pants. And that's when it fell off in my hand. Then he ate my boy in trousers. Startled by his furry shorts. Lerve is a many trousered thing. Stop! In the name of pants. Now, these my bazoomas I see before me? Now I understand, actually. That's just a whole E.E. E. Cummings poem. Write me a Louise yeah. Renison book title, please. Oh, God. Lost at the sight of pants. <laughs> <laughs> We've already had pants. It has to be oh. it has to be like a cool colloquialism for pants. Oh. Lost at the sight of undies. Oh, knicker, knicker nangs. <laughs> <laughs> the issue with knickers is it really does just sound like the racial slur. Yeah. <laughs> undies in my... Yeah. Frock socks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Who cares? <laughs> this is uh, this podcast not for babies. Right, it's also not for for damn prudes. Yes. <laughs> no prudes can listen. I started reading these books not in 1999. I, I should hope been, not. I would have been one single year either. old. Um, but I read them before the movie came out in 2008. You hipster. Yeah. So we'll get to the movie. But um, I read them when I was like... So I at first I wrote 10, but then I thought about it. I think maybe 8 or 9. Because oh. I was in primary school. And we had some of the books in the house because I've got two older sisters who were in their teens. And I remember I read them kind of like illegally in my house. Because <gasps> I was like 8. And I wanted to know how teenagers thought. So I was like, <laughs> I want to read this book. But I didn't want anyone to know, so I'd read it kind of in secret. <laughs> Because it had the word thong on the cover and I was like, my brother will rat me out because my brother is a fucking narc who got me banned from watching Misfits and The Inbetweeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the forbidden knowledge of teenage life. Yeah, you you can't get me, there. That's Misfits and The Inbetweeners. Yeah, that's the two, the two most accurate representations yeah. of being a teenager. Yeah. He thought I was a little baby, but I was yeah. a little baby. Yeah. I want to know that joke about punching a face. <laughs> and I want to know about Angus thongs and perfect snogging. Yeah, all the three things that a teen girl needs to know. Yeah, are these bazoos I see before me? No. Yeah, so I remember, I remember reading them on the sly. Also, side note, remember reading Fifty Shades of Grey on the sly, but oh. only the sex scenes. Oh, at what age? Uh, maybe like twelve. Oh. I was like, I would like steal them. My mum had the box set of all oh. three, and I'd like steal them, but then try and put them back in the exact place that I found them. Because <laughs> I was like, people are watching to make sure that these books are not being... And then, with. I don't want to dox you here, but do, do you not then go and see the film with your mom? I did. She <laughs> she was like, this is fine. And I was like, this is not fine. And she was like, you think I'm lame? And I was like, guess we're going to go see the movie. <laughs> I remember it being quite dull. Me and Jen rewatched all three Why? Fifty Shades recently. Why? Because we the can. First one, because the we first, have eyes the, and we can. The first one is like, ooh, sexy. We're going to make well, this I mean, quite sexy. The third still one, pretty. there's a kidnapping. Abusey. They all yeah. have an abusey vibe. Yeah. yeah, but the third one is like, oh, kidnapped. And now there's guns and well, his helicopter crashes. I didn't it care about that as a tween. I just wanted to do illegal things. So... I read, yeah, read these books, loved them, thought this is what a teenager is going to be like. I'm going to be the girlfriend of a sex god. My dad is going to be Julia's dad, Alan Davies. We could have been sisters. We could have been, if you weren't so damn greedy. Yeah, I got, I got all that down to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so the kind, of, the kind of rough vibe of Angus Long's and Full Frontal Snogging is like, it's like Bridget Jones' Diary, but for tweeny boppers. Oh no. Are these? I'm really concerned about the language you're using. You don't know what tweety bopper is? I mean, I know the the term dealy bopper and tween, but the combination is concerning. But we could just say... You can keep using the words of your culture, it's fine. (laughs) These are your words, you're allowed to use them. Um, I just don't think I am. Guys, are these these bazingas that seem (laughs) funny? Bazinga? Bazinga? Are these bazingas I see before me? That's by cross- Sheldon Cooper. That's the crossover. That was I need what to was see. number one yeah. on the BBC's big read list. Yeah. Or these thongs. bazingas I see before me, the book by Sheldon Cooper. Angus Thongs and Sheldon Cooper. It's nipples before my hand. Let me clutch the <laughs> <laughs> Um so doing this podcast, I get to learn things too. So while oh. I was like recapping some info in my head, mm-hmm. I found out that Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging is number 35 on the American Library Association's list of most frequently banned or challenged books within the, the frame of the 2000s. Oh my god. Apparently, this is attributed to Georgia Nicholson, our main character, yes. her frequently disrespectful attitude towards her parent, as well as sexual content, <laughs> profanity, <laughs> age inappropriateness, <laughs> And references to homosexuality. Oh. It's banned by who? And American schools. Yeah. Libraries. And in 2009, there was a school library in Wisconsin oh that you had to have written parental consent <sighs> before they would loan the book out to students. Oh my goodness. That happened to me with Catcher in the Rye. What? Catcher in the Rye was banned at your school. It wasn't banned, but they just but don't want you to it be was like, a cool It was fuck. a fucking yeah. sexier book, and if you wanted to take it out before, then you had to have a, a note. But I was really good oh, friends no. with a librarian, so I went in one day. I was. I used to go there every single morning, and I went in, and I was like, I wanted to catch him in the Rye. That kind of makes you're, me fancy you. You're not ready for Holden Caulfield's movie. Yeah, <laughs> you're just too like, young. If these kids read this, they're going to go out and catch tuberculosis. Yeah, and loads of rye. And <laughs> fucking so much rye. We've only got so much rye to go around. We can't let all these kids go around catching all the the rest of the Beatles. These kids are going to go out and start chanting up nuns. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you couldn't uh, get the book out in this college. Yeah, definitely not. But for, um, as I said, for the sake of research for this podcast, I went back and read Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snog. 
talking. That's right, I can read. Right, no we're flexible. Yeah. Okay. And both of us who I mean, know yeah. can't um, read. Because I wanted to find this out. This research is very difficult not being able to read. I wanted to find out if Georgia Nicholson truly was the queer icon that the Wisconsin school board feared. Um, and it turns out that throughout the book, Georgia's actually terrified of becoming a lesbian. Oh no. Like, she's really scared. Like, she has this um, PE teacher, Miss Stamp who they speculate as being a lesbian, because apparently she kind of pervs on them when they're getting changed. Oh. I can see where the fear comes from. Yeah. A real... Nonces are a real breeding ground for homophobia. Yeah. Uh, I got you guys some lesbian quotes from Angus Long's Full Frontal Snuff. Oh, okay. So on... Blues. <laughs> on page nine, Georgia Nicholson says... Page nine? <laughs> I can already feel myself getting fed up with boys, and I haven't even had anything to do with them yet. Oh god, please, please, don't make me have to be a lesbian. Like <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Kate or Miss Stamp. What do lesbians do, anyway? Wait, was Miss Stamp a lesbian? That's what they- Potentially. That's what, yeah, that's what her concerns Rumored. were. And Mary Kate. Harry Kate. Oh, I thought it was talking Harry about Kate, one of the Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> And then, oh please God! Who <laughs> <laughs> would ever want to be like the Olsen twins? But Ashley, pretty straight. Oh. It's just Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Kane Olsen. Uh, um, on page eighteen, it says that's another name. Is it every nine pages? It's, 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 like, it's like a compulsion. Yeah. I, I can say that because I, I have OCD. I have to make I have to make everyone fully aware that I'm not a lesbian every nine pages of my diary. <laughs> Page 18. Page 18. Georgia says, My sister Libby kisses me on the mouth quite a lot. But oh. I don't think sisters count, unless I am a lesbian. In which case, it's all good practice, probably. What the hell? What the fuck? Wait, what age is her sister? Three. Okay. okay. I feel like she's being okay. a little bit yeah. witty. That's, yeah. She's being witty. I don't yeah. think she's being nonsy. I think she's being a little bit like, no. Yeah. no, I don't, I don't oh, want yeah, to claim she, that she's yeah. a pedophile or a lesbian. Yeah. She'll, we'll get to that in book 10. Oh! <laughs> um, on, Are these we're going back a bit. I have to save the best to last. Page 17. Oh my god. Oh, that's just one page, Jen. She says, <laughs> yeah, she's really mentioning lesbians. Anyway, if I marry, or, as is more likely, become a high-flying executive lesbian, I am never going to do housework. Wait. So I feel like she's if fearful, marry, but she's also kind of... If, if I marry, or, or, as is more likely, become a high-flying executive lesbian, I am never going to do housework. I mean, one of those options does sound a lot better than the other. Yeah. Just being married? No, I'd rather be a high-flying executive lesbian. So she kind of, she's yeah. dancing on the edge of lesbianism. Yeah, and then later in the book, there's a bit where she doesn't want to go out with a boy. So she tells him... She's a lesbian. Oh my god. Do you what do that? And it sounds like this. In the movie, it sounds like this. It's like, I can't go out with you, Peter. And he's like, why? And she's like, because I'm a lesbian. That's how it sounds. No, you've seen it. Um, yeah, but this is a theme. Georgia says some absolutely wild things. She, in she does, yeah. Angus Long's in full frontal snogging. She dances. At one point, she compares her school to a Nazi concentration camp. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the thing. Is like, if this was written by an actual child, Perfectly fine. This was written by a fully cognizant adult. Yeah. It is quite concerning. But what did that think about as a teenager? Doesn't matter. You still have the choice to say whether they're Nazis or not. So she says, in 14 days, the summer halls will be over, and then it will be back to Stalag 14, and Oberfuhrer Frau Simpson, and her bunch of sadistic teachers. Oh, pardon. She's got some feelings about school. No. And Nazis, apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe she likes. Maybe she's a fascist. I mean, maybe those teachers were. Yeah, maybe she. She really loves... not following <laughs> school policy. Yeah. Maybe if we get this Georgia on the podcast, her chosen subject can be. She's married the to the Third Reich. Yeah. <laughs> the actress who played Georgia Nicholson was Georgia Groom. She's now married to the actor that played Ron Weasley. Oh, Rupert Grant. Yeah. Georgia so she Nicholson. went from Groom to Grant. That's a, that's so, easy to remember. This arguably surname. not a lesbian. Argue well. Not a high flying executive. Or lesbian. she just didn't go method enough. Or maybe she's confused about Rupert Grint's general sexuality. <laughs> yeah. Do you want another wild yes, quote? Yes, please. <laughs> um, Jules said that she had actually seen her brothers, "How's your father?" quite often. She said, "It's quite nice, really, like a mouse." <laughs> Wait, she's talking about this person's penis. Yes. Her friends. So they're brother. talking about what penises look like. Right, but hold on. Who is she talking to? So she's talking. To, she's talking about her friend Jules. Jules said that she's actually seen her brother's "How's your father?" quite often. A Jules' own brother. That, I looked that up in the glossary. Penis. Are you sure that Jules's brother wasn't just doing a ratatouille? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean? Are you sure that wasn't just a real mouse? 
in his pants. Yeah. He keeps in his pants to control Why? him. I have never seen a penis and gone, that's a rotor. Like <laughs> Louise Renison really was working up on those subplots. Yeah. Never came to fruition. I don't think Jules's brother's penis, mouse penis, was mentioned again. Flowers for Al- Algernon was a lot different. <laughs> in Louise Renison's <laughs> mind. And some things gave me visceral flashbacks to what it's like being 12. And I feel like you're going to hear them and it's going to explain why I am the way I am. I've heard a lot of explanations at this point. Cindy Crawford said that if you put your tongue behind your back teeth when you smile, it makes you, your smile really sexy. Behind your back teeth? So Cindy Crawford said that what? if you put your... How do you have back... What? This is, a, this is a quote from the book. So Georgia Nicholson writes this. <laughs> Cindy Crawford said that if you put your tongue behind your back teeth when you smile, it makes your smile really <laughs> sexy. If you're listening at home, please find the mirror and, and put your tongue behind but your back teeth. I can never work teeth. out if she meant... Sorry, you top, can't see this. If she meant this... Top teeth. Or if she meant... Back teeth. teeth. Back... That's, that's top teeth. Back teeth is the teeth at the back of your mouth. <laughs> my um, so, so and she says my it makes you smile better. It makes you so, smile so, so really Cindy sexy. Crawford basically wants you to look like you've had a stroke. <laughs> but and that, that is the like, sexiest you can possibly look. As a 12 year old, I was so deeply confused, but also 100% believed that to be a fact. Yeah. I was like, wow. Wait, did you smile behind your back teeth? Yeah. Sometimes, Please, yeah. If anybody at home can find a way to smile with your tongue in any possible position that could be described as your back teeth and look sexy, tweet us out. 2HOPod. What is my at? What is my at? 2HOPod. Number 2HOPod. And we want to see your sexy back teeth. Yeah, sexy, sexy as Not your teeth. sexy back teeth. We want to see your smile. Yeah, behind. I want to see their sexy back teeth. Okay, send well, it, just send, send them send directly to Jen. For my sexy back tooth folder. Send us your dentist. Going to the dentist yes, is yeah. honestly wild. Yeah, if you send us your baby teeth, we will not accept them. And I feel like this is a really good point. Do you hear a word from our sponsor? Oh, yeah, this week we're sponsored uh, by the electrician that came to my house this morning an hour early. And I was still in bed and I didn't know what was going on and I wasn't wearing any clothes. And I had to be like, oh, the lights aren't working. And he was like, oh, that's fine. So long as I I can just slide you this behind the back uh, and you mention me on your podcast. So if you need an electrician (laughs) to replace all the lights in your kitchen because all of them are broken because you have the worst landlord, just uh, ask... The guy who sponsors our podcast. Yes, ask him for yeah. some electricians. But make sure that you keep an hour yes, of your d- life. Yes, he will turn up an hour before you expect him to. So even if you say, I'm going to be ready now before, yeah. he's going to turn up an hour before that. This so don't do that too early because you'll just fuck yourself. This podcast is sponsored by Aggressive Punctuality. The yes. early electrician. And light. Yes. Hello, it's me, the electrician. Hello. Oh, electrician. We weren't expecting you yet. What the fuck? You've not that's supposed to come for now. No, that's his jingle. Hello, it's me, the electrician. Get it? Because he's early. Oh my god. Oh. Get it? That's yeah. quite good. It's very clever. Are you also good. good at making people arrive early? Uh, I mean, Is I that get... a shared skill? I Is guess... that... Are we actually sisters? Oh. Is that some recurring theme throughout the <laughs> Can I please meet my father, Alan Davis? <laughs> I'll see what I can arrange. <laughs> Covid's making that quite difficult. Ooh, dating it. Thank you for that um, sponsor from the area. Yeah, let's electrician. get back to the actual podcast. Right. What have you got to say about that? Um, we're going to talk about the film now. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, God. Gonna, that was a little segue for you. Um, the film was titled Angus Long's Imperfect Snogging. Do you think it's a better title? It's less horny. Uh, yeah, and it's less like, I hear Angus Long's Imperfect Snoggin, and it's probably just because it's pop culture, but I'm like, oh yes, that is like a teen movie. I hear Angus Long's in Full Frontal Snoggin, it sounds like a Brazzers film. Yeah, yeah but It I sounds like almost like the porn and... parody. It if, does, If you it know does. the perfect snogging is the standard, it sounds like they're trying to make Full it horny. Full Frontal Snoggin. But I feel like Louise Renison just knew that teenagers are horny, and she wasn't afraid of that. Maybe she's She also that. knew that teenagers fear lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't afraid of that. Yeah. Yeah. She also couldn't tell if those were bazingas in front of her. Yeah. Which... She, Louise Renison had an affair with Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> and as you know, this is a facts podcast. Yeah, we only state facts. There has never been a single lie on this podcast. Louise, if you're listening, we you know. broke a home. <laughs> she's yeah. not listening yeah. because yeah. she's dead. Pen- Penny is very oh. sad. Oh, oh she died. Yeah. Oh. oh, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, Penny and, Penny and what the fuck he's called. How can I remember Penny and not the Bazinga Boy? Sheldon, Sheldon. Cooper. Sheldon Cooper. How did I remember? Fuck. I've never watched a single episode Don't of lie. The Big Bang Theory. Don't Trash. lie. Don't lie. I've literally never watched an episode of it, and yet I can name the fucking girlfriend. My it's friend okay. is You're obsessed with that. She's like, it's the best thing You have ever. a girlfriend? My friend. You're what? She's My a friend, friend and she's a girl. Well, learn the difference, <laughs> mum. <laughs> <laughs> um... So the film, so let, allow me 
let me not stutter. Oh, well, when I tell you, I mean, <laughs> that my me and my high school best friends, Ellie and Mally, sorry guys. Um, I don't you, know why I said sorry. Uh, Let we, me not we, stutter. We did not know each other. I'm not offended. Okay. Me and my <laughs> best friends, Ellie and Natalie, are the three biggest fans of the 2008 film Angus Long's Imperfect Snogging, directed by Gurinder Shada of Bend It Like Beckham. I am going to have to stop you there because it is actually me and Ryan who are the number one fans. Well, we'll find out at the end of the podcast. Yeah, you we can will. answer my questions yeah, three. Yeah, we will. Answer me these questions three. Mm. Um, we were the biggest fans. We remained to be the biggest fans. So we we watched it every time we met up. We continue to watch it every time we meet up. If we have a sleepover, we watch Angus Long's Perfect Snogging. I'm yeah. So if when we watch that film together, we're able to quote probably about the figure I've put is eighty two percent of the script. I reckon we will have to test you on that. Ninety percent of my unconscious brain is just Angus Long's Perfect Snogging. Oh. You know how in Inception it's like, you only use- it, There it is! Inception again! Yeah. Christopher Nolan truly just sponsored us. Yes, please stop last yeah. night. <laughs> He's controlling us with mind powers. Because yeah. not enough people have seen the movie Inception. Or Angus uh, Long's No, it's because he needs people to die going to see Tenet in cinemas. Is he, that him? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah we're going to have to see that. You yeah. know what? Chris Nolan actually um, wrote Angus Long's Perfect Smile. He, he inceptioned it into the author's mind. Louise's brain. Louise. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is her name Louise Elford? Louise Renison. Renison. Use your listening ears. Elford? Take off your thinking cap. Put on your listening ears. <laughs> you didn't see your, that. Your cap keeps getting in the way of your ears like a Sherlock Holmes hat. <laughs> um, Deerstalker. Yeah. I know. I know. Don't send me hate mail. fucking Deerstalker. <laughs> but I, yeah, I attest that despite... It's fear of lesbians. <laughs> it's it's a perfect film. Oh. It's funny. Oh. It's fun. Oh. It's got a fucking excellent soundtrack. Uh-huh. It's got like She's So Lovely by um, Scouting for Girls and mm. like there's some great pigeon detectives in there. Okay. A little Sorry. bit of Lily Allen doing a cover of Naive by the Kooks. Oh. It's got the Stiff Dillons, which is the the band of the film. I would not call my band the Stiff Dillons no. if any of them is called Dylan. What would you call it? The How's Your Father? Mouse Dick. <laughs> mouse deck. <laughs> the mouse deck. We're talking about Dallin. Yes. Um, and it's also just like excellently cast. There's a bit where Georgia says that her dad won't stop calling the boy who keeps phoning her her fancy man. And in that role, they cast Alan Davies. Like, just think about that quote of calling like your daughter's Hello. potential boyfriend your Is fancy, that a fancy man. man? And then think about who they cast, Excuse Alan Davies. Sorry, I need to interrupt you, Jen. Is that what you think Alan Davies sounds like? You're doing an impression of Mickey Flanagan times ten. Hello, is that the fancy man then? I feel, uh, d- yeah. uh, does said boy look like a fancy man? Yeah, he's referring to the character Peter Dyer, who gives the girls uh, snogging lessons for free. Oh, no. So that's a service. Some of us must make. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. Them, you want to kind of like. You know it's that's... all about giving. It's like you gotta get those teeth giving in there. and receiving. Going hard with the teeth as yeah. possible. Yeah. that's the plot of um, the Kissing Booth. It's, you want to avoid washing machine, machine syndrome, is what he oh. advises. You don't want any soap in there. Yes. You might want to be like, I want it as clean as possible. Put a little bit of soap in there. It's just gonna taste bad. Are Ladies, your... I'm here for you. Are those your leggings? <laughs> um, and in my notes. And listeners, because you can't see my notes, here's a sound. That's my notes. That's how many of them there are. Um, I've written next to the casting of Alan Davies, asterisk, chef's kiss. I think a chef should kiss Alan Davies. Yes, I agree. Would pay for that. Gordon um, Ramsay x Alan Davies fanfic, go. Alan, chef's kiss Davies. So yeah, rather than just reading out the script to you, I messaged Ellie and Natalie and asked for their favourite quotes. Mm-hmm. No, oh, yes. I'm going to do my best impersonations. Natalie's favourite moment in the film is where Georgia and Robbie are hanging out at the pool. Um, but Georgia gets lumped with babysitting Dewey of Libby. Uh. And Robbie bends down to meet Libby in her pram. And Georgia has to say, Libby, stop licking Robbie's hand. Hey, ain't that just the way? Yeah. In the That's book, her favourite part of the film. That's like her embarrassing moment with her daughter. That's Natalie's favourite quote. Libby, stop licking Robbie's hand. In the book... Instead of licking his hand, what Libby actually does is say... Uh, oh. What are you going to say right now? Or what you were to say, in any capacity considered crimes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Libby! No, no, crimes of embarrassment. Libby announces, Georgia did a really big poo this morning. That's Libby's oh, okay. line in the book. But if I guess anything, Nickelodeon were like, too mortifying. Yeah. If anything, less of a crime. Yes. Ellie's favourite moment 
was at the so at the end of the movie. Are we gonna have to redact these names? No, no, no. They're they're so okay. Ellie and Natalie, Ellie and Natalie, Ellie and Natalie. What if we redact them with each other's names, so no one will know who said what? <laughs> yeah, you say Natalie for Ellie and Ellie for Natalie. No. But you also have to reflect that. <laughs> um, Go for it. <laughs> um, so at the end of the movie, basically the film revolves around this idea that Georgia's going to turn 15 and she wants a big party in a club, but her dad, her dad Alan Davies, won't let her. He was always so tough. <laughs> Did you have the 15th birthday party with Alan as your In a club. Um, In a club. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, actually. That was was why. That was why I had the really big 15th birthday, so we couldn't afford to have it for for (laughs) my sister. No, um, but Lindsay, Slaggy Lindsay, organizes a club party on the same night. But then Georgia steals Lindsay's boyfriend and all of her party guests. And she has it. Yeah, and then the Stiff Dillons, which is Robbie's band, they play, and Lindsay storms the stage and starts going off. Swaggy on Lindsay. Yeah, she storms the stage and she's like, "This, she's George's just a big boyfriend stealer with a massive schnozzer." But then Jazz, the best friend, intervenes, goes up on stage and is like, "Well, Lindsay, I guess Robbie just prefers his boyfriend's unfaked," and then sticks her hands into Lindsay's bra and pulls out her what are they called um, not implants like her. Bra padding. Yeah, her bra padding. Her that like chicken fillets. Is also definitely a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie prefers. Yeah, bet. Could you imagine if she reached in there and they weren't in? This brings us to my favorite moment. So, so at the end, Jazz pulls out Slaggy Lindsay's chicken, chicken fillets. fillets. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the most feminist movie. Nope. Reflecting. <laughs> you slag. You slag. Um. What's that from again? There's a bit, there's a bit, oh, this is another crime. There's a bit earlier (laughs) earlier on in the movie where they're trying to work out why Robbie likes Lindsay. So they kind of like stalk her a bit and they take binoculars and they watch her in her bedroom window. Okay. Um, And they're like, oh my God, she's wearing a thong. (laughs) And then they look through and then she takes out her like Mm -hmm, chicken fillets. And there's this one character, Rosie, who's not a particularly big character in the movie, but for some reason she just goes really Scottish in that moment. And they're, go- they're like, oh, that's, oh, that's terrible. And she goes, no, that is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is shocking. That's my favorite moment. Rosie, if you're listening, bravo. Yeah, if you want to appear on the podcast, send us a tweet with definitive proof. She actually also died. Yeah, Angus Long's in perfect smogging. I don't think Rosie is dead. Rosie, please don't be dead. <laughs> if you're dead, we're going to be very disappointed in you. Stop listening to this. Okay, so Although, I'm- if we have any dead listeners... Truly revolutionary. If we can be the first podcast with a dead fan base. With a ghost fan base? The listening dead. A spooky fan base? You know, I don't know statistics, but presumably there are more dead people than there are living. We've got a market that we can really corner on. (laughs) Like Al Capone's milk. If if any of those... I I hate to give spoilers for a previous episode. If any of those boys were on Alcatraz have died, which statistically they definitely have, <laughs> we can maybe speak to their ghosts. If you're a ghost listening right now, let us know. You, you might Come haunt us. Yeah. If Come rattle some if we can, Yeah, if we can have the first haunted podcast, imagine yeah. the papers. And I promise you we're so fun to haunt, we're yeah. so easily spooked yeah. out. Yeah. One you... time, the postman put a letter in the box and it scared me because I thought it was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> They're very flat and white. Could be a ghost. Yeah. I need to go. Right, I wrote this fact in my notes and then I had to amend myself because it's not true. So I wrote that oh, Angus Long's Perfect Snogging is the only film that I've ever watched the director's commentary of. It's not true. I've seen the director's commentary of School of Rock. Oh, yes, of course. That's I wanted to must. hear what them kids had to say. Yeah, but no, I watched the Angus Long's Perfect Snogging director's commentary, enjoyed it. Grinda Chada had some things to say. What's she doing there? I'm, I think she did that. She did a film recently. I should hope. Um, it's got it's got like orange stripes on it, like Juno and that boy, and he's playing the guitar, and it's on Amazon Prime. Don't know oh, what the film's yeah. called. Oh yeah, Blinded by Light. Blinded by the Light. There we go. There's a grin to shout about. Facts. Was um, did they speak to the author in the behind the scenes? Thing? No, so it was the director and then the cast. Oh, and okay. I learned that um, when Georgia and Robbie kiss in the swimming pool. Um, that was actually apparently Georgia Groom's first kiss. Oh my fucking god, With what? Robbie, played by Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Is it also Kick her ass. canonical first kiss in the film? Yeah. <gasps> no, 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 no. She oh. kisses Peter Dyer. Oh. Washing machine syndrome. That would, have, that would have been that would have been a nicer little... Yeah, little worlds bit. rarely collide. Nice. But Aaron Taylor-Johnson was her first kiss. He is married to the person who directed Fifty Shades of Grey! Oh, Coming full, full circle! Hello! This podcast is all about circles, which is why next week my scene is going to be the TV show The Circle. The Circle. 
This not the is, circle. That's not equal. I thought you were just going to say the concept of circle. Yeah, no, the every round I thing. I fucking love circles. <laughs> Also, I had a stock of the Angus Longs and Perfect Snogging IMDB page. Oh. Um, Did you go to trivia? Yeah, I went to trivia. There's yeah. very little trivia. People don't what? really give a fuck. You should put some in. Yeah, we can. anyone This can, is an hour of trivia any, right here. Anyone can write into them, you should do it. Um, <laughs> Send so, a letter but, to Mr. IMDB. Yeah. <laughs> There were some things in character goofs, so I clicked them. This is the first one. This I feel like this just made me feel a bit sad. Oh no. When the girls are rating each other's looks, the character Ellen is eating a slice of pizza, but misses her mouth. Also, another fun fact, Ellen gets rated as a seven, whereas actually she's a six. <laughs> You're a stone cold bitch. I know, I can't help it. Thank they're getting rid of her. I just tell it like show. it is. Yeah. There's also... <laughs> In the film where they all they're in at school and they're all sitting on their hands so that they can feel what it's like so their hands go numb and then they can hold their breasts and feel what it's like to have be groped. And Ellen goes, okay. I don't know if we should be doing this. Isn't this a bit lesbiany? Lesbiany. Ellen? Again. Groping your own tits, <laughs> lesbiany. True, confirmed. If you've ever felt your own breasts, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a lesbian. You're a lesbian, but that's okay. Yeah, I kinda fancy you for it. If, all lesbians. If you want to do it right now and become a lesbian. We let that be open to yeah, you. Yeah, it's like in, um, sorry Julia, Pokemon where you give <laughs> Pikachu a, what is it, where you give him to make Raichu? Thunderstone. A Thunderstone. You grope your own tits, you become a lesbian. Yes. Evolution. Yes. Groping your own tits is the Thunderstone yeah. of uh, sex. Yeah. And you get, you get Sexuality. Like a, that was the word. You get like an evolution cutscene. So I wanted for this presentation to end you with a little bit of Alan Davies, Angus Longson, perfect snogging <laughs> trivia. Um, I wanted specifically to find out how much he got paid. Oh yeah, that is quite interesting. I enjoyed doing that. I couldn't find that information. I'll ask. I'll ask. What I did find was two things. I found an article that um, claimed Alan Davies had reached sex symbol status. What? Which I found deeply troubling. That's my fucking dad. Especially also, like, if you're gonna go for it, Jonathan Creek, maybe. That's what they were talking about. That's what they talked about. Okay, Jonathan, because at least he's like, I mean, this feels weird (laughs) that I'm arguing that my own father should be a sex symbol. But not, not Angus Thong's perfect snogging being a sex symbol. But he's like, a confident man solving crimes. Yeah, 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 totally. Mm, mm. Yeah, totally. Sexy. I like crimes. Al Capone, sexy. Yeah. Um, man, sexy. I found out that Alan Davies' wife plays Georgia Nicholson's mum, so your mum was in the fucking yeah. thing as well. It, again, not facts. Oh, wait, so her mum and dad were played were by married. Alan Davies and Alan Davies' wife. Yeah, so I wanted to leave you with what he made on Alan Davies made on Angus Long from Perfect Song. How did you, is this some original research? Really? Like money? I couldn't find it. Oh. And your dad just wouldn't pick up my calls. No. He's very private about money. Um, but I instead, so what I ended up doing was that I googled Alan Davies' net worth. According to the Express newspaper, Alan Davies is worth roughly three million pounds. Honestly, the fact that he hasn't bought me a house yet, very disappointing. But, that same newspaper article, mm-hmm. in the next paragraph, wanted me to know... That he is six million pounds in debt. <laughs> that this is not nearly as much as Louis Walsh. Who is worth a hundred and four million pounds? You don't. You maybe don't know this because you didn't grow up in my household. My father, if he hates one person in the world, is Louis fucking Walsh. You cannot even mention his name. Yeah. He will destroy walls in rage. But as soon as I knew that, you needed to know that too. Yeah. Which you already did. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if, if because you... of the horrors and traumas of yeah. your childhood. No. If anyone has ever the spoken X Factor to... was not a popular no, show. No. In your Especially with my dad and my granddad, who also. Truly, factually, hates Ant and Dec with a passion. <laughs> he once called us specifically to complain that they'd gotten knighted. Ant and Dec have knighthoods. Are these Sir Ant and Dec? Sir Ant. No, I think it's Sir Ant and Sir Dec. <laughs> really My name is Sir Dec. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the whole. <laughs> My brain is a robot. Um. The whole, so he, we didn't pick up the phone when he called, um, <laughs> I don't think we were in the house, your granddad. I don't he, he left us the phone message, which was the reason he called. Voicemail. Yeah. Uh, and the whole message, I'm pretty sure to memory, was, Anton Dick! He's from Liverpool. Uh, I don't know if that's clear. It's, Anton Dick! Anton Dick! They've only gone and got a bloody old BE! And then hangs up the phone! That's the whole message! I love him. He's truly a great man. 
Um, Incredible. No, no, that is shocking. No, that is shocking. <laughs> Are you ready for the pop quiz? Oh, yes. Oh my god, yeah. Quiz, 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 time for the quiz. What was book number seven? Quiz, time for the quiz, 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 just for the quiz, 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 Just for the quiz. Can we just a musician to make a theme tune? Um. Wait, can we have buzzer noises? Yeah, what's your buzzer noise, Ryan? Does it have to be Angus Songs and Perfect Snog? I think Thong and Snog. You can have, you can have. Thong, Snog. What about Nunga Nunga? Nunga Nunga's very long, though. Nunga Nunga Nunga. I'm gonna have Snog. I'll take Thong. Are you ready for your first question? No. What is the third Angus Thong's novel called? Oh shit. The one about the hairy trousers. No. Go um, use your buzzer as well. Wow. The second is It's Okay I'm Wearing Really Big Knickers, and the fourth is Dancing in My Nutty Pants. And of course these are such sequential so, yes. titles, but it's <laughs> so very easy to guess. What is the third one? Um. Oh shit. You guys never listen to me. Snog. <laughs> Is it Nunga Nungas? Yeah, it's Nunga Nungas. Is it? Yeah, you get a point. Good boy, smart boy. I mean, admittedly, this would be the same as if you'd given us the titles of three books in different languages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't really think I get it because I said Nunga Nungas. Is it um, a Nunga Nungas one? <laughs> I'll give you it. You have a point. You're more right than I am. Question number two. What book is Angus Thong's better than, according to the 2003 BBC Big Read? Thong. Snog. Julia. Hounds of the Baskervilles. Yes, true. It's better. It's it's factually better. I mean, according to science. Yes. Can can, can you both? I've not read either of them. I have read one. You have read one. You've I read have one. read the other. You've read Hounds of Baskervilles. How'd you feel about it? Thought it was uh, it was okay. Was yeah, it? well, I thought Angus Thong's <laughs> so, was yes. great. So, and science. Yeah, so. that that is true. So one each. Yeah. Um, is that number the three. Mm -hmm. How does Robbie? Like his girlfriends. Snog! Yes. He likes them a little bit of hair off. <laughs> no, no not thong yes. eccentric. No, but that's a good answer. Snog. Yeah? Zany. No. The quote. It's Ellie's favourite quote. Snog. Don't yeah. like that? No. <laughs> Robbie likes his girlfriends. Wait. So Oh oh Thong Yes. Fake, not fake. Unfake. Unfake. I'll give you the point though. I was trying to think of the licking one and I was like, I don't remember anything about him liking What was the film quote? Robbie, um, Robbie likes his girlfriends unfake. And then she pulls out the chicken fillets. Oh. And absolutely misogynizes her so on the spot. Did I just win another episode? Yeah, well, not well though. That was a very shaky win. A win's a win. Julia? Are you secondhand obsessed? I am truly obsessed with Angus Thongs and, and all not. of those Nunga Nungas. I hate Angus Thongs and <laughs> you're, you're indifferent. Yeah, you're just bitter because Sherlock Holmes didn't win. Well, Nunga Nunga. Yeah, well that hound should have danced more in its nutty pants. The hound of the Nunga Nungas. Oh. That hound should have feared yeah. lesbians to so, a greater <laughs> So, as the scores stand, I continue to be in the lead yeah, with know. two victories. Out of two podcasts. And how, many, and how many victories do you two have? How much space is left in your brain? I don't it's know. filling up rapidly. I'm, I'm so obsessed with all of these subjects and I'm going to host next time. So Ooh, how can spoily. I even contain... I don't think that's a spoiler. <laughs> how can I even contain all of these obsessions? You'll have to tune in next time to yeah. find out. On Secondhand Obsessions. Secondhand Obsessions. Secondhand Obsessions. Secondhand Obsessions. Secondhand Obsessions. Secondhand Obsessions. I've been Genevieve Nutty Pants Jagger. I've been Julia Nunga Nunga Fisher. I've been Ryan Flush That. Toilet, Morgan. Morgan. Oh. <laughs> and this has been Secondhand Obsessions. 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 Secondhand Obsessions.